0: Hello and welcome to this episode of The Cardboard Chase, a podcast about the pursuit of board games. I'm your host, Chase Step. Our featured game for today is Limez, not pronounced Limes. This game is designed by Martin F and the artist is Klaus Steffen. I'm guessing it's Steffen. It may be Steven, but I'm pretty sure it's Steffen. The version I have is published by Albi, and it supports one to two players. Uh, This is normally the part of the show where I would read the back of the box, but the version I have is the Czech version, and I can't read Czech, so we're going to skip that part of it. But, looking at the back of the box, I just noticed that there is a score track on the box, which is kinda cool. Anyway, let's talk about the game a little bit. Limez is a city building game where you have a deck of square cards, and on the cards are four quadrants, basically. And in each of the quadrants, there is either a forest tile, a watchtower tile, a water tile, or a field tile. And depending on how those are connected, you can place one of your uh, seven meeples on those tiles and score points at the end of the game, depending on where they are in relation to um, other tiles and how many there are connected. I won't go too much into the scoring of it, but basically you're trying to optimize the placements of your meeples. So a little bit of worker placement in there. Most of it, though, I would say is tile placement and pattern building which are the two mechanisms listed on BoardGameGeek what I really like about this game is first of all super quick I think every game I've played has been less than 10 minutes really easy to get out of the box play and then put back in I almost wish I had a travel version just because the box is set up for two players so there's two sets of cards and meeples. I'm considering printing out a tuck box that I can put the cards and meeples in so I can just take this around with me wherever I go because it's such a fun game and it's so quick to play. Let's talk about the history of Limez a little bit. So Limez is based on uh, designer Martin F's game Cities, which was published in 2008 by Z-Man Games. And it's essentially exactly the same game, just with a different theme on it. Cities is more of a generic theme whereas in Limez, you're in the Roman Empire and building out your city that way. One interesting thing about this game is that while I've only played it solo, the two-player game is basically exactly the same. Each card has a number on it, and what you do is you shuffle one deck of cards, and then the second player will have their cards in order, and when the first player draws a card from the top of the deck and flips it over they'll say okay this is card number 12 and player two will take card 12 from their deck and then both players will play card 12 into their own um, grid of cards so basically you're just playing two solo games at the same time and you're going to be playing the same cards so it's completely balanced in the gameplay but of course depending on where you decide to put your cards and rotate them and where you decide to place your meeples will ultimately decide who the winner is. And I just think that's a really interesting way to add a second player. And actually, if you had multiple copies of Limez, this would scale infinitely because everyone's drawing from the same deck of cards, so everyone could play the same game. Okay, let's get into the questions a little bit. So first question, why did I get this game? And honestly, when I got this game, I got it in a math trade. I didn't know much about it. I saw the name, I will be 100% honest, I thought it was Limes, and I didn't do much research on it, I thought it was a game about planting lime trees, and I saw that there was tiles on it, and the tiles had forests, and I thought that the forests were lime trees, and so I have just figured it was some kind of game about planting lime trees and trying to get the most limes. Um, <laughs> when I got it though, I... Pulled it out, looked at the rules real quick, and played a game, and was surprised at how much thinking it required to score well. Um, because your workers aren't locked in place once you place them, every turn when you play a card you can choose to move one of your meeples one tile, or I guess not one tile, one quadrant. So It's possible that after placing a meeple in the first round so much has changed that it makes sense to try to move them into a different area because they could score more points over there and you're able to do that because throughout the course of the game you're going to be placing 16 cards but you only have seven meeples so whenever you play a card you can either play a meeple or move a meeple so there's a lot of flexibility there to try to move your meeples around and optimize your score. Another reason I got this is because it's a smaller box and it plays one to two players, which is one of the main criteria I look at when getting new games. Because a lot of my gaming is solo gaming or with my wife. So that was definitely a selling point. Okay, next question. What do I like most about this game? And again, I touched on this a little bit, but what I like about it is that it's a solo game that I can get out, play. Two or three uh, rounds pretty quick, and then put it away in less than like 30 minutes. It's that quick. Um, There's a lot of strategy to it, but it takes up a very small footprint compared to something like the Castles of Burgundy card game, which has a lot of thinking too, and I would say probably is a little bit heavier of a game, but the amount of table space that the Castles of Burgundy card game takes up is so prohibitive that it's a game that I just can't get to the table very often even as a solo game because i have to have such a large table to play it all right and our last question of the day who is this game for so i think this is a game primarily for solo gamers as i said i haven't played this with two players yet but based on the mechanics you're basically just playing two solo games so i don't see this as a really great game for two players again i may be wrong on that just because i haven't tried it yet but Personally, I really enjoy it as a solo game, and I don't see my enjoyment changing either for good or for bad as a two-player game. I think it's also for people that want a solo game that is really quick, maybe people that travel and have a lot of downtime, maybe in like airports or something, this isn't going to take up a lot of space so you could break it out, play a few games real quick while you're waiting for your plane or, you know, waiting for dinner or something, it's a great game for that all right and that's gonna do it for this episode of the cardboard chase thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this please share it with a friend or anybody that may be interested in board games and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you can get future episodes a big thank you to lee Rosaveri and his song nothing but luck as our intro and outro music thank you again for listening and i'll see you next time